welcome to episode 31 of the Single Mother Survival Guide podcast. My name is Julia Husher and I have a few things planned for today's episode. I wanted to give you guys a bit of an update with what's going on in my life and what I've been up to lately because I haven't blogged for a while because I've been working on a couple of other things and I've been dealing with... Um, a difficult child, a difficult ex. So I thought I'd just use this opportunity today to give you guys a bit of an update with what's happening um, and also what's happening with Single Mother's Survival Guide because there's a few things that I want to tell you about in a bit more detail, which I'm really excited about. So I thought I would start by telling you guys something that I learned recently. Um, My daughter has been really, really difficult lately and I ended up seeing a psychologist about it because I really needed some advice on how to and some strategies on how to deal with her behavior. But I learned a few things that I wanted to share with you. Um, so a bit of a, a bit of background on my daughter is she's very strong willed. She's a beautiful child. She's very loving, very kind, very empathetic to other children and other people's feelings. But she's very, very strong willed. You know, it's um. I don't know where she gets it from. <laughs> Just kidding. It's um, obviously me. Um, but she, yeah, she can be challenging, which, you know, and I love that personality trait about her because I want her to grow up to be a strong, independent woman who knows what she wants and is not going to put up with any bullshit, you know. So I really like it, but it makes my job as a mother of a four-year-old, very, very strong-willed child quite challenging. So it kind of came to a head a couple of weeks ago and I literally thought, what the heck can I do? Like, this is too much. And I didn't know if there was something more going on with her, like behaviorally, or if there was some sort of psychological issues that I needed to, you know, get sorted out for her. So I went and got some advice. And something that the psychologist said to me, which I wanted to share with you guys, because I think it's actually really interesting, is that she said, you parent her, I think, because you're a single parent, uh, she sees you more as like a team member rather than a parent. She sees you sort of on equal playing fields. So she doesn't respect you as a parent sort of figure because you're more like her best friend. And she said some things that I say to her, for example, um, you know, I'm pretty easy going with what we do on the weekends. And I will often wake up in the morning and say, hey, what should we do today? You know, and that I think is a very single parent thing to say, because if you're in a relationship, you would discuss that sort of thing with your partner. You would sort of decide with each other what you're going to do. You wouldn't sort of leave it up to the children. So the psychologist said to me, like, even if you don't care what you do, you decide and then you can give her one or two, like two options, or you can give her two options with something else, you know, and don't be so sort of, don't be as flexible with her as you're being now. So for example, you know, I would wake up in the morning and say, what should we do today? And then we'll sort of talk about a few ideas and then she'll decide. And then I'll say like, oh, what do you think? Should we go and have breakfast now? And it's very sort of whatever. And, you know, this is on weekends, I should say, we're pretty, you know, structured and in a routine during the week. But if we don't have any plans, I'm very easygoing. And I thought that was a good thing. But upon reflection, I've realized that it's not. And what she really needs is some more guidance and a more more of a parent type um, authority rather than 
a, um, a friend, you know, and even one of the daycare teachers said to me in that same week, she was like, you know, and she was being really nice about it. She said, oh, I think it's so nice. You guys have such a good relationship and you don't talk to her like a lot of the other parents talk to their children. And it really kind of threw me because I was like, what do you mean? How do the other parents t- talk to the children? And she's like, oh, they're more like, not bossy, but like just more parenty, you know, and you, you speak to her like more as a friend. And I thought, oh, interesting you say that because and I was telling her how I'd just seen this psychologist and she'd said the same sort of thing. So even though I thought it was a good thing, I guess I just wanted to share it with you guys because I think it is a common thing that single parents do. And I thought it was good. But if you have a very strong-willed child, it cannot be good because then they act out. And when I say act out, I had a horrible week. My daughter colored in the, the bathroom with the nail polish. Like one morning I was just like, are you kidding me? I nearly had a fit. Um, she got baby powder and put it all over the uh, bedroom floor. It was all over the carpet. Like it was just insane. Then one, one day she mixed up this paste of um, baby powder and hand sanitizer. And there was like eyeshadow and lip gloss in there and everything made this paste, put it all over my sheets. Uh, sorry, all over her sheets. It was all over the bed. I was just like, you've got to be kidding me, you know, and this stuff she knows like that's not on. And then she, another time she got a glass of water and she just on purpose poured it in between the bed and the wall. And I was like, no, okay, enough, you know, and just not listening to anything. I say like the whole morning from the whole day from 6am to like 7pm at night was just nonstop challenge. Every little thing was, you know, she didn't listen to a word I said. She blatantly just didn't care. You know, it was like, what the heck? Like, I didn't know what to do. You know, it was really stressful. And she'd say things like, so I, like, I banned technology for a week. I banned some of her favorite toys and I banned doing anything fun and any play dates. We didn't do any fun activities, like go to the beach or the park or anything for a week. And she says, she turns around to me and she says, but I'm still going to have my party. And I was like, oh, my God, I think I need to cancel the party, you know, and actually have to say um, her and her, her and her dad and I had a sort of a bit of a bonding conversation about it because I rang him a few times that week going, I'm going out of my mind, you know, <laughs> like I don't know what to do with her anymore. And, you know, we had a good chat and he completely had my back with if you want to cancel the party, cancel the party, like whatever you think, like that's not okay. She can't speak to you like that. So it was good. But anyway, I guess the big takeaway thing that I learned was um, that kids do need a bit more guidance and it's easy as single parents to sort of give them a lot of options and flexibility when we still need to be the parent. So that was the main thing I picked up. And I have to say, since I changed my ways, um, she has been a lot easier to manage. And I think she was really craving the more sort of parent type uh, authority rather than friend. So yeah, that's one thing that I've been dealing with lately. Um, The other thing that I've been, has been on my mind is um, as I mentioned, dealing with my ex. And I know for a lot of you guys, it's a constant struggle and I'm about to talk about, I'm about to give you guys a few little tips that you can start putting into practice straight away. But I just want you to keep in mind that these tips are designed for the type of ex that 
is just difficult, okay? I'm not talking about anyone with mental illness or any history of abuse or anything like that. It's um, purely the type that are just angry at you and don't like you and try to make your life miserable and can be a little bit controlling and are just sort of, you know, a bit difficult and a bit of a pain. And they just like to, you know, if one of their hobbies is just making life difficult for you. So I've had to deal with that a little bit in the past and it has been getting a lot easier. Um, And I just wanted to share some reasons why. And I actually did a Facebook Live and Instagram Live on this last week, but I'll I'll quickly go over them just in case you saw it. I don't want to bore you, but if you didn't see them, then hopefully you'll pick up a few things. So my ex and I have been separated for four years and the first two years after that were really, really, really difficult. And something that sort of turned around for me um, in sort of after the two year mark was that I decided to start looking at the relationship that we had differently. And I started looking at it more as a sort of business relationship. So I started thinking, how would I, how do I speak to my colleagues and how do I speak to, you know, just someone in a restaurant or a cafe, you know, so I stand up for myself, but I don't engage in any drama. So I started looking at it, started looking at it um, like a business relationship, and I think that is my biggest piece of advice for you guys today. If if you are dealing with a ex who is really just difficult and wants to try and make life a little bit miserable for you, so don't get sucked into the drama. So if they start talking about something and you need to have a discussion about something, stay focused on the actual issue that you need to discuss and. Just keep bringing it back to the point at hand if it is if it goes off point, you know, because it's very easy to get past um, arguments and past issues brought up into the conversation that really are not relevant. So you just need to keep bringing it back on point. And this is something that not so much now because I think I have changed my ways the way I look at it. Because remember that you can't control what other people do. You can only control what you do and how you respond and all that sort of thing. So one of the big turnarounds has been how I respond. And he would start going back into, you know, past arguments and, oh, this would not happen. This, we wouldn't even be in this situation if you hadn't left. And, you know, the same, it would be the same argument on repeat every, you know, few weeks. And I just thought, why do I keep going into the argument with him and we just keep literally having the same argument over and over again? There's no, like, what is the point? So I just decided to change the way I react, um, which is pretty much don't react. I don't react. I don't get emotionally involved in it. I try to let it wash over me and I just, um, you know, bring, bring the issue back and I say, okay, Anyway, let's talk about this right now because that's what we we were talking about, you know, what's going to happen next weekend or whatever. So you just bring it back to the actual issue. The other thing is try to think of these three C's, which is stay civil, stay calm and stay consistent. So try not to get worked up. Take a deep breath if you feel like you're about to say something which might end up in a huge argument. So big deep breaths before you say anything to just think and you know you don't have to respond straight away you can say 
I just need some time to process that piece of information and I'll get back to you if it gets a little bit overwhelming. Um, You don't need to be, you know, best friends with them. If they're being rude to you, um, you know, you just stay civil and um, calm and consistent. And something that, I mean, with the consistency thing, it's something that people say to me a lot, actually, um, is, you know, why are you always so nice to him, to my ex? And I think, like, because I'm in control of what I do, if I'm consistently nice, then there's no surprises. Um, I will just keep doing what I would do for any other person in my life or in society that I come across, and I just treat him the same way then hopefully one day, you know, uh, things will change and he will start being a little bit more respectful towards me. But all I can do is what I can do. And yeah, so I think that's an important thing to remember. You can't control the actions of others. You can only control your own. And often I recite the serenity prayer to myself, which is I look at it more as like sort of an affirmation, which is Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And it is about acceptance and accepting what you can't change, you know, and taking control of those things that you can. Something you can say to just sort of shut down arguments is you can say that's your opinion. So if someone's having an argument with you and saying, you did this, blah, 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 you know, and it's about about to spiral out of control, you can just sort of say, that's your opinion, you know, and they really don't have anywhere they can go with that because then they can say, oh no, but this is a fact, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you can say, that's your opinion. My recollection of it's different. That's your opinion. Okay. So there's a bunch of children playing outside. Sorry. You can probably hear it in the background. (laughs) I thought someone was having a heart attack anyway. Um, yeah, so that, that's something that I, Um, say quite regularly, which does sort of just shut things down. Um, So anyway, it has been getting a lot easier with my ex over the last couple of years. And look, as much as I have said in the past, and I've said now, like he is difficult, he's a great dad. So I'm really lucky in that respect, because he my daughter, you know, is very lucky to have such a great father. Um. And it has gotten a lot easier. And on the weekend, we had our first uh, birthday party for my daughter, the first one in three years. So we had a first birthday party together. We were already separated, but we did it together. And we haven't had one together since then. So I was a little bit on edge and stressed out because for those of you who don't know, he my ex lives on the other side of Australia. So he comes over here every, to where we are, to where we live every four months. And so he was coming and he was going to stay at my house for three nights. And that's what he did. So I was feeling a little bit on edge, you know, because who wants to have their ex come and stay at their house who they don't particularly get along with for three days. It's quite stressful, you know, so I was pretty stressed. I had a wedding the night before to attend. So I went to the wedding. My my daughter's birthday was the next day. My ex was staying with me. It was all a little bit overwhelming. So I did give my ex a little pep talk. It was probably more for myself (laughs) than anything as well. 
But I was sort of like, look, let's just really enjoy the party today. And, you know, the main thing is that our daughter has a great day and a great time. And it's so special for her that we're both here today to celebrate her birthday or her birthday party with her. So if there's any issues that come up during the party, let's just leave it and talk about it another time, you know? So, and that was just, you know, have a little pep talk and then just get on with the day. And that's what we did. And I have to say, I was pretty nervous because, you know, a lot of the people that came haven't met my ex before and they've been quite involved in my daughter's life. So they've always been very curious about her dad. And I sort of knew that we would be, sort of on show, you know, like I knew people would be watching to see how we interact and, oh, are they going to have a fight? You know, like, so I was quite conscious of the fact that people were watching us and our relations. So it was a little bit stressful, but we got through it. And anyway, so yesterday my ex and my daughter left to go to Queensland on a two week holiday. And Oh, it's hard, isn't it? It's like, I think this is actually one of the hardest things about being a single parent is having to say goodbye to your children and, um, you know, missing them, having to share the time, you know, and I guess I'm lucky because it doesn't happen that often for me. But yeah, so I was pretty upset yesterday and I woke up this morning feeling pretty sad because I'm really missing her already and she's only been gone for one day. So it's, it is hard. So if you are listening and you're missing your children today, um, I really feel for you. It's, um, it sucks. It really sucks. And some people say it gets better with time. Some people don't, I guess it depends on their ages as well, but yeah, it's something, um, that is challenging to deal with for sure. But the upside is that we get time off from our kids. Sometimes, you know, you really need it. And a lot of my partnered up mum friends are like, oh, my God, you're lucky. Like every few months you get, you know, a week off. And I'm like, that's kind of true. Like how many how many parents do you know? How many mums do you know get a week off every so often or a weekend off every second weekend or something? You know, it's um it is nice to sort of get that break. And I think it's also really important to when you do get the break to not rush around like a crazy person trying to get all the stuff done that doesn't normally get done. And, you know, I've got a list, like, it's like, I don't even know how many pages this list is of just stuff I've been wanting to do for ages, like, you know, proper clean of the house, the declutter, get rid of all the old clothes. And, you know, there's just so much stuff to do, but I really, am taking the opportunity as well to really just have some me time. And I did a podcast about it and a couple of blog posts about it, um, you know, which is why about why me time is so important and how you can get me time as a single parent, because we really do have to look after ourselves, you know, like if we're not well, who's going to look after our kids, you know, so we really have to prioritize our health, um, our mental health and our physical health. So Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to having two sort of long weekends away. So yeah, like it's, um, I'm excited. And as much as I'm missing my daughter, I also know that I really need to make the most of this break and enjoy the time off because 
soon enough she'll be back and probably driving me crazy and I'll be like oh my god where you know I didn't make the most of my break I was just missing her the whole time and you know it's um you can't win really (laughs) whatever you do you're dying for a break and then as soon as you get it you're like I miss my child so it is hard but anyway you have to try and make the most of it The other little update that I wanted to give you guys was about dating because I have spoken about this in the past about my resolutions for this year and um, I've started a blog post series which I haven't I've only written one blog post on so far but I will be updating that soon um, called Tinder Surprise which is about my sort of dating journey this year and just a little update I've actually met a really great guy who I really 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 like a lot and it was really unexpected and we didn't even meet on tinder so it was bizarre but um anyway so things are going really well and it's made me see like and just confirm I guess because I already knew this anyway but it's really nice to meet um someone who you know regardless of what happens I mean it's only very early days but you know it's nice to know that there. Well, it's nice to sort of get that confirmation, I guess, that there are really nice, great, normal guys out there. You know, so if you're uh, if you are feeling like, oh my god, where are all the great guys? Like they do actually exist. So um, anyway, I'm just really excited to see where this goes. And he's a single dad too. He's got two kids, and um, I haven't met his kids yet, and he hasn't met my daughter either. It's only been sort of two months, two and a half months, but. Yeah, so far so good. So that is the update on that. So the other update that I wanted to give you guys is about um, the Single Mother Survival Guide, which I've been working on a lot um, behind the scenes. And by the time this comes out, hopefully my new and improved website will be up. So have a look. It's www.singlemothersurvivalguide.com. So something that I really wanted to do in the next few months is well right now I'm in the middle of putting an online course together which is basically for single parents so I'm doing one for mums single mums and one for single dads which is um you know basically just how to get your life back on track as a single parent when you first become a single parent because it's bloody overwhelming and hard and terrifying at the start Anyway, I'm, I'm really excited about that. So if you want to get more information about that, register your interest. There's a thing on my website um, where you can register your interest for that. Um, and the other thing that I launched last month, which I'm really excited about, are my coaching programs. So I actually created these because it's exactly what I would have wanted when I became a single parent. And with my psychology and coaching background, I thought, why don't I create these courses myself? And I also happen to be an expert in single parenting and I have had the history of being a single parent. So that's why I've put this together. Basically, I I help single parents overcome their relationship breakup grief and start life fresh as a single parent and, you know, change their mindset from being negative to positive and feeling empowered and excited about life. So I've also got a program that helps parents who are unsure about whether they should leave their relationship or not. You know, it's, it's a huge decision. So if you wanted to book in for, I do 30 minute complimentary clarity calls and we can discuss where you're currently at and which program would be best for you. And if we're a good fit to work together, then you can 
go to my calendar and basically just book it in. Or you can email me at julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com. So I'll put a link to my calendar and I'll put a link to the information about the uh, coaching programs as well in my in the show notes. But I just wanted to give you a quick sort of overview on the three different programs. So Crossroads is a 21-day coaching program for parents who are trying to decide if they should leave their partner or spouse. So as I said, deciding to end a relationship when you're a parent or, you know, for some, some women who are pregnant is one of the toughest decisions you're ever, ever going to have to make. No one dreams of becoming a single parent. No one says, oh, you know, when I grow up, I want to be a single mother or father, you know, but what do you do if you're so desperately unhappy or in such a toxic relationship that you don't have a choice, you know? I've been there. I know what it's like. It's a horrible situation to be in. So, or perhaps, you know, there's other issues going on like domestic violence or mental illness. And you're just like, I know this is not right. I don't know what to do though. It's too scary. Like anyway, yeah. Anyway, I understand I have been in your shoes. So the coaching program is about being at a crossroad and needing to make that decision on staying in your relationship or leaving. Because what I see so often is these women who, are trying to make this decision for years. They're thinking about this for years and years and really what they're doing is they're just being in limbo. So you really need to decide whether you accept what's going on and really try to change things for the better or you move on, you know, because otherwise you're just in limbo and you're unhappy and it's a really depressing place to be in. So basically this coaching program, which is a three session one-on-one coaching program. Like I help you make this decision and we look at exactly what kind of situation you're currently in and all the good things, all the bad things. And, you know, I help you in making the decision and feeling empowered to make that decision in doing what's best for you and your children and talking about being a single parent and what you would need to do going forward and all that sort of stuff. So let me just make it clear that I am not like, oh, leave your spouse, definitely being a single parent is so awesome. Like I love being a single parent, but I do believe like if you can work it out, you can work it out or you should work it out. You should do everything you can to work it out because it's definitely, um, you know, more ideal. But either way, um, you know, you will be able to make a decision out of that. You're going to have more clarity to make the decision that's right for you and your kids. And you're going to, you know, really have a look at everything that's going on and what the future would look like to help you make that decision. So if you decide to leave your partner or spouse, there's an add-on part of the coaching program, which you can um, add on if you like. And it's basically to help you get all your ducks in a row before you tell anybody that you're actually going to separate. So, you know, we talk about things like the best way to tell your children, um, you know, establishing all the practicalities and the logistics as a new single parent and working out a plan to get yourself out of the situation you're in now to move forward, what you're going to do, what steps you're going to take, all that sort of things. Then there's also a few things that I really, some must do's prior to telling anyone that you're leaving and, you know, who you should speak to and what to do in relation to professional help. I've got some great contacts as well um, that I can give you their contact details. And most importantly, be your support, your shoulder to lean on and your personal cheer person because it's hard and you feel alone. So you're not alone if you work with me. My second program is called Breakup Recovery and New Beginnings. And it's a four week coaching program for new single parents who are recovering from a breakup and need help to 
get back on their feet, basically. So it's for those people who are suddenly a single parent, whether it's your decision, your you know ex-partners or a mutual decision, you're probably feeling pretty shit and scared and overwhelmed and pretty freaked out. So this coaching program is all about getting back on your feet as a single parent. So we do four sessions together and I'm going to help you in understanding and overcoming your grief, recovering from your breakup, creating a positive mindset, finding your true empowered self, establishing and carrying out new goals, working out all the practicalities and logistics as a new single parent, finding a great family lawyer if you need one and other experts that you might need, dealing with your ex-partner so that you can achieve a great positive co-parenting relationship and helping your children understand the changes and understanding how you can best help them through this time. So that's a program that I really created out of exactly all the information and all the help that I would have wanted when I first became a single parent. So after our sessions, you're going to feel really positive and optimistic about the future. You're going to feel confident in who you are and be well on your way to being back to your true self. You're going to accept the past, be strong, empowered, and motivated to be the very best version of yourself. You're going to have focused goals and you're going to feel excited and motivated about reaching them. So your future is not going to feel so overwhelming anymore and you're going to have direction. You're going to feel confident and you're going to feel absolutely great that you can be an amazing single parent, you know? So you're going to be full of all this information and have resources to help you along the way. And you're just going to be happy and inspired and have a zest for life that you probably don't remember having for a very, very long time. So yeah, I do really like this program. My third program that I currently have is called Don't Just Survive, Thrive. And it's a six-week coaching program for single parents who are feeling flat, bored, and lacking direction. So it's basically for people who are feeling a bit stuck, you know, like, you know, when you're like, oh my God, life is, you know, and I was like this a couple of years ago. I was like, life should not be this difficult. Like, you know, don't get me wrong. I loved, love, or have loved, still love being a parent. You know, it's my favorite thing in the whole world, but it's a little bit like Groundhog Day some days when you're a single parent. You're like, all I do is work. I do the house chores. I look after my kids. I have to deal with my ex. Like, when does this end? It's just like a never-ending cycle of just the same stuff every single day. I was like, there should be more to life. Like, you know, it, it's just that sort of mindset of just feeling stuck and bored. So if you're struggling to feel optimistic and positive about the future, if you're scared of dating and relationships and you don't know where to start, basically it's for you. So it's just those who are feeling lost and flat, bored, lacking direction and not feeling very strong and empowered. So we're going to work together to create a positive mindset, find your true empowered self, establish and carry out new goals, Find ways to deal with a difficult ex-partner so that you can achieve a positive co-parenting relationship. And then there's a huge emphasis on relationships, dating, and sex in this coaching program. So we're going to overcome challenges to allow yourself to open up to the idea of and feeling deserving of finding love again and getting you back out dating, letting go of your last relationship, you know, so that you can allow yourself to move forward and nipping those negative thoughts about the opposite sex, dating, and relationships in the bud. Okay, so we're also going to look at reclaiming your sexuality and 
making you get to the point where you really feel ready for a relationship. And it's not just about filling a void, but by adding the cherry on top of your already amazing life. This is a six week program, as I said, and for all of the programs, um, we do them over the phone or Skype. And if you're in Sydney, we can even meet in person. So just send me an email or book in a 30 minute complimentary clarity call through the link that I will put in the show notes. And yeah, I would love to hear from you because I know that we can work together to make you happier, empowered and armed with knowledge to make your life absolutely incredible. Um, yeah, I have a few more things in the pipeline for Single Mother Survival Guide, but I won't tell you about them just yet. Um, but that's about it basically for this week. I just wanted to give you, just wanted to sort of check in with you guys and say hi and just sort of give you a bit of an update on my life as well because I'm always talking to other people and um, or just talking about single parenting issues. Um, but yeah, I'm going to be writing a blog post soon because I just, I feel like I've learned a lot over the last four years being a single parent and it is almost four years in two months it'll be four years since I've become a single parent and um, I look back now and I think wow you know I've really really come a long way and I feel great I really do so if you're struggling know that the there is an end in sight to feeling crappy and shit you know sorry I hope there's no kids listening Um, yeah like there is an end in sight and you can feel amazing soon as well okay so don't think that life is over and you're going to be unhappy forever because you're not there's so many great things so many great things to look forward to if you're enjoying this podcast just in general I would absolutely love it if you guys could rate this podcast in iTunes and the reason why this is so important is because the more people that rate it or write a review the easier it is to find in iTunes, which means single parents who are really struggling and they need some support or they need to, you know, hear um, some positive single parenting stories, they will find this podcast easier to find. So all you have to do is, okay, I'll just show you how to do it on an iPhone. If you go to the podcast app, click on that, then instead of going to my podcast, which is on the bottom, just go to the right hand side on the bottom and press search. Now, when you've done that, when you've done that, just type in single mother survival guide. And when you've searched for that, there it is. Um, then you will see my podcast episodes and underneath, underneath that you'll see podcasts. If it's like mine, you'll have two. You'll have single mother survival guide and then you'll have hot and delicious rocks the planet, which also, by the way, is an awesome, amazing podcast, which that's there because Dan Wilkinson, the host of that podcast, interviewed me on that show. And it's a great show. He's also interviewed so many amazing people like Gotcha and Blue King Brown and Jules Lunt and Dan, Dan McPherson. So that's actually, by the way, an awesome podcast as well. But for the purpose of rating my podcast, if you click on Single Mother Survival Guide, the actual whole cover art, then these tabs will come up like all the the details which lists all the um, episodes and then reviews and related so if you click on reviews and then underneath that in purple press write a review and then it will just ask you to type in your iTunes password which you do and then after that you can leave your name but you don't have to and then you can either rate it or write a review and I would be so grateful if you could do that if you have enjoyed it um, or even if you haven't you can still let me know um, I'd love some feedback um, also I've got some guests coming up 
on the show soon, which I'm trying to do more sort of real life single mum stories, because I know we all have a lot to learn from each other. And it helps new single mums realize that they're not alone, you know, and it's interesting hearing other people's stories about becoming a single parent. So if you would like to chat with me on an episode for this podcast, I would love to have you. So just send me an email, um, julia at singlemothersurvivalguide.com and um, I can send you a link to my calendar for my podcasting time slots and we can book something in. Anyway, um, all right, I better go. Um, I have a clarity call coming up very, very soon. So um, I better get organized for that and I will speak to you guys next week. Okay, bye.